when I did this podcast by myself, I at least had an order and I knew where I was going. And you just got everything over the place. But regardless of the fact, welcome back, everybody, back to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it is the Choking Hazard podcast. We have Mike back in the saddle as he it was his birthday last time. We I had to get back in the saddle. What was that, riding a horse? Hey, but you, we had to give you a day off, so you wanted it, so it is what it is. So. All the hard, hard work I do for this podcast, you had to get, you gave me a day off. I'm honored. Thank you. You're very welcome. But the support of the Choking Hazard podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped uh-huh. offers precision-engineered nutri- tools for your family jewels. Manscaped has just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. That's right. You heard it, the 4.0. I want you to make sure that you join 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. I trust Manscaped because I've used it myself, so it was actually a really good experience. So this is an exclusive offer for you. 20% off, free worldwide shipping, and you're going to use the code CHPODCAST at manscaped.com. Just imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed, optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom. Now, let me tell you one thing. Do not use your uh, the razor that you use below the waist on your face. You don't want to, you don't want to do that. Way. I'm sure they're not going to enjoy that experience. So you want to make sure you don't do that. However, there is a light on this thing. So you could even do this in the dark. If you're in the bathroom, you got the lights off, turn low. You got to get the, the light going. You're ready to roll. So you can do whatever you need to do to get it done. So remember, your balls are going to thank you for this one. All right. So like I said before, get 20% off free shipping with the code CHPODCAST at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping worldwide at manscaped.com. Use the code CHPODCAST. Want to unlock your confidence. Use always the right tools for your job at Manscaped. That's how you get an ad read done, bud. We're also sponsored by Spirit Leaf Waterdown, Aaron, location. 64 Hamilton Street North in Waterdown, Ontario. Put that beer down because we got all the CBD and THC drinks that you can uh, consume all you want there. So uh, we're here on a a Friday night recording a podcast instead of having a a Guinness like Aaron's having. It's not a Guinness, it's a Polish beer. It's a Polish beer to go with his, you know, Irish alcohol roots. So, alcoholic roots. So... What you're going to do is you're going to go to, when you check out, you're going to mention the podcast. You're also going to give them the, the uh, promo code CHPODCAST10. You're going to get 10% off at checkout now that, you know, Spirit Leaf Waterdown is now open for in-store purchases. So, Aaron, one more time, location, please. Uh, 64 Hamilton Street North in Waterdown, Ontario. Alex and his crew have all... Like, will sort you out with all their top CBD and THC needs all right so mike we had a great weekend that just passed obviously we're heading into the weekend now but we had adc the road to adcc we had a lot of great matchups obviously i you saw my breakdown on the actual podcast of what we did but after you kind of like seen the card had a chance to watch it seeing things kind of transpire obviously with uh, mikey and geo and obviously we saw the main event how that played out Kind of like, what were your kind of thoughts based on around some of the storylines that came out of it or some of the matches? Great card. A lot of high-level matches. If we want to go from, like, bottom to top. Uh, Kate, Kate Rotulo versus uh, Roberto Jimenez, which was 
a super last minute uh, replacement. And, you know, it was a very exciting match, very back and forth, you know, Cade stepped in on under a week's notice and probably went up multiple weight classes at the same time. Uh, was taking it, taking it to him at one point. And then I think just eventually just got overwhelmed, got, got stuck in bad positions. And I think just everything got caught up with him. Roberto eventually took the back and he's a very good finisher on the back and he eventually isolated the neck and finished. But that, that's another, that's a potential, basically open weight matchups, potentially like fight of the year, uh, a potential fight of the year candidate. Aaron, what did you, what did you think of it? It was a very entertaining opener. Yeah, no, like I said on the podcast earlier, like it was started off with a bang, which was awesome. It was very good, uh, high paced match. And I think like, like I said, Cade really came out and took it to him, but at near the end, I think the experience of Roberto really just kind of played in the factor and getting him like just slowing the pace down putting him into positions that he wanted to put him into. And then when he was able to take the back, I think it's just a, a matter of time. And he was just able to get the submission, especially like that, the rear naked choke, get it finished. Yeah. That was a textbook finish from the back, isolating the arm, going on the neck. You know, Kate had a, a lot of good moments in that match as well. So mm-hmm. I think, He's going to be somebody who's going to be involved in the one 155 picture as well. And it will likely be at 80 CC, probably in the 66 kilogram division. So that's somebody that we're going to be seeing a lot more of, especially, you know, in that, in that weight class coming up. So other matches, uh, Aaron, what else, what, what else stood out to you in the, in the overall card and uh, thought thoughts on the show? I think like the two main things that kind of stood out to me, especially in the card, I think was the the wrestling evolution of Nicky Ryan and mm-hmm. actually seeing him come out and perform the way that everybody has been expecting him to come out and perform. And unfortunately, because he suffered that injury in the middle of the match, he was really taking that match to Deontay, really putting the per- like the pressure on him and putting him in positions that he wanted to be in. And the only reason why he ended up forfeiting the two-point um, deduction was because he was injured and he wanted to pull guard. And I think at that point, he couldn't push the top game anymore, where he wanted yep. to just play from the bottom. But... The other kind of atmosphere was the match between Gio and Mikey, where we just were able to watch two really good experienced guys obviously go for attack. But you could just see the wizardly of Mikey. The just, wizard, the wizardly, wizardly the wallet, like is even wiz- wizardism. Well, just wizardism, whatever. Wizard, we'll wizardry, okay. the wizardry, wizardry, wizardry. Wow, man, goodness. Okay, but. Like, you're just able to see this guy just create so much out of almost like something that didn't look like anything. And then it was able to just create these opportunities for himself. And obviously, like, and he had some really good opportunities to finish that match quite a few times. And it was very good. Like, I enjoyed watching that match a lot. I think the... I, I didn't really understand. Obviously, there was a lot of buildup towards that fight with Gio and him going back and forth on the internet and, you know, have, trying to build up that hype. So I don't know if, like, the antics after were really needed. Um, but you know what? Like, I think it was overall a really great match. And I'm, I'm curious to see it again. I'd like to see how, if they were to match up again, and di- whether it being the same rule set or a different rule set, how it would go and see if they'd make the adjustments to kind of, I still think Mikey wins the rematch regardless. So 
Well, Gio said combat jujitsu. I think combat jujitsu is not going to be happening. No, that will not soon. But I think it's a, I think it's a very good, interesting rematch. You could potentially see that at the, uh, the one fifty five, who's number one championship because both of them will be, both of them will be involved, and they're both probably going to be high seeds as well because you know Gio was going into that match the number one ranked one fifty five at one fifty five. Mikey was number one ranked, I believe, at one thirty five. The N145, I want to say. So yeah. he's been, you know, moving his way up the ranks, rankings. And I think if he potentially wins that 155 tournament, he would be, you know, easily number one seed and probably a favorite. Whoever wins that eight man tournament that we're going to talk about later with Uzabald is probably going to be a, a betting, a betting favorite going into ADCC next year. Yeah. 100%. I would agree. At the um, 66 kilogram division. Yes, hundred percent. Um, what did your what were your kind of thoughts and takeaways of the main event? Main event. Um, I think right now, like there's Gordon's at the top right now, and then I think Kynan is. You know, he's catching up, and like there's there's pretty much three people that are involved right now at the at the top right now. They're like top three pound for pound. You can see it on Flow Grappling. Gordon, I think's number one with the bullet right now. I don't think anybody can dispute that. Um, Cyborg's number two. And due to, you know, he's, he's won some big, you know, a lot of those big, like eight man tournaments. He's also has a heel hook victory over Kynan, you know, fairly recently in the last several months. So Kynan's a, a close number three though. I, I would say I would like to, we, I think we did a video a long time ago, you know, talking about, you know, Kynan versus Gordon and a potential rematch going down the road. I think that's after seeing, you know, how dominant Kynan was, in the in the main event against Mateus, who, you know, you know, in my opinion, beat Hulk <laughs> and put him out. I mean, yeah, you know, Hulk won the match, but you know, it's he was also unconscious after. That's a whole other story. Yeah. But with that, with that said, I think Kynan's easily. I think that's that's the match right now. That's a potential eighty a potential eighty cc final will probably be Cyborg versus Kynan and. The winner of that could is probably going to be facing the winner of Gordon and uh, and well Andre if that uh, open weight yeah. if that open weight uh, ha- if that open weight final uh, happens or if that super so, fight if that super fight finally does happen. Do you think that was more of like Matisse's like you know lack of training or just kind of coming off that loss of a off a honk just like not having his head in the game or just that quick turnaround. Cause it was like only two weeks, like uh, between matches really. Yeah. It was, or it, do you think it's more like Kyan has just like gotten to this new level where he was just able to simply outclass him? I think Kyan's, I kind of starting to get to that, like Gordon Ryan status. I mean, he may not be there yet, but like he, he's starting to separate himself, like very dominant win over an ADCC champion. Yeah. He had a, a little bit more, yeah, he was a little bit bigger, but at the same time, like takedown, foot sweep, backstep, cloverleaf done in like two minutes mm-hmm. against somebody who won ADCC, you know, in 2019 and was very dominant in winning ADCC. Didn't have a point scored on him. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think it's more just, you know, Kynan's evolving. He's still very young. He, like people forget that. Like he's still like in his early to mid 20s. Yeah. I want to say. So like, I want to say maybe he's like 24. 
24, 25. Yeah, he's like 24, 23, something at like the, that. At the, most, at the most. So, like, he's his career is just getting started. He easily has another good five to ten years in him competing, and he's still getting better. So, you know, when he – like, that match with Gordon, you know, almost you know, two – people say, like, yeah, it was about, like, what, almost three years ago now with uh, – at eight at the Pan Am's open weight final – between yeah. those two where, you know, Gordon ended up choking him in the end. But it was, that was before that. That was a good back-and-forth match. Both have gotten a lot better since mm-hmm. then. You know, they're, they're both totally different competitors at that t- uh, from that time. So it would be really interesting seeing a rematch, especially now, you know. Kind of was really dominant and, like, you know, submitted Adolfo very quickly. And now he's doing the same with Mateus. So this is what you want to see from somebody who's going to be, you know, like, Who's a threat to Gordon right now? You want to see somebody else coming up the ranks that are, they're not just winning, but they're not just winning. They're not just winning on points, but they're winning in a dominant fashion. They're going out and they're finishing people quickly. You know, like Craig Jones is doing that up until when he broke his hand. And now, you know, Kynan's doing the same thing. Yeah. I'm curious to see if that rematch happens sooner than later. I have a feeling the way that kind of, I I always look at like the money's got to be right. So I only think that that match was ever going to happen on under ADCC or if the money's right, where Gordon and Kyan are going to make the money that they want, then who's number one or somebody will put it together. Gordon, but, Gordon did Gordon did say, though, he's like, I'm never fighting Kyan. Uh, well, that's just thing. We'll see. I, I, I don't think he, I don't think he'll do the match. Right. Like, and I think that's what I that's what I mean. Right. Like, I think the only way those two fight is that you're looking at ADCC and the potential super fight if that happens down the road, right? So it has there's to be... A, and yeah, there's a strong possibility of that happening down the road. Yeah, so let's just say, um, like, and this is all hypothetical, we don't know, right? Let's say Gordon actually wins against Andre Gaval. Okay, perfect, he's a super fight champion. And then you're going to have to, you're going to have to hope that Cayenne wins the open division and medals and gets the gold medal and then he's going to be the super fight competitor i'm sorry um the competitor so that that could be potentially three years from now (laughs) who knows (laughs) i don't know right so six years apart who knows who knows what's going to happen um but yeah i think i think that's that's probably the match to make right now that's probably the rematch that i want to see i've seen yeah you know, I've, I've seen, you know, Gordon against, you know, Cyborg a few times. Oh, we've seen that. We've seen that kind of play out already. Um, I don't know what, maybe what other tricks he, uh, Cyborg may have up his sleeve, but that's, that's another potential rematch for down the road as well. Yeah. Um, hopefully, you know, Gordon sorts, sorts out what he needs to sort out and he, he's back competing soon. Yeah, for sure. So let's kind of get into a topic as far as kind of like a local scene goes. Obviously, Ontario is back as far as kind of jiu-jitsu goes. So I don't know if you've been watching social media. Maybe you've gotten to train yourself. I have had the opportunity to go train, which has been amazing. Uh, I know yourself probably been able to get out. What do you mean? It's not illegal anymore? (laughs) It's not illegal. We can train now. So it's great. Um, But we just had the first news as far as the uh, tournament possibly coming in late October, which is going to be on October the 30th, I believe. So it's the AJP Tour. AJ, AJP Toronto. Um, uh, George Brito's trying to bring AJP to Toronto. I, I know there's other 
tournaments that I know other people are working on locally. I'm going to be very vague with this because I don't yeah, want to let, let, the, let the cat out of the bag to say the least, because, you know, like it's with everything going on, it's such a volatile situation. Something can happen and then up, oh, then no more tournaments. And yeah. we're all locked in our houses again for the next six months. So, and, what, and what's this I'm hearing the OJA is trying to block things. They're trying to run the show like all the time. What's going on with OJA? What are you talking about with your fake news over there, uh, Donald Trump, know. and your and your, and your mega may and your mega hat that you blurred oh, out in the please. background? What are you talking about? Fake, the OJ fake just news. trying to overtake everything. So they're just trying to run everything. I'm trying to run everything. You sound like uh, you know somebody I know, but anyways, listen. <laughs> I know that there's. I think there's a few people out there that are trying to organize tournaments. I think for as early as like September. So when, if, if, and when that becomes official, like we'll be the first ones to, uh, you know, really help release the news as well. And then uh, I know there's potentially a provincials being planned for December in certain areas. I don't want to let that cat out of the bag too much, but it is just too much, too much turmoil right now. Like, Let's, we've got places open. We, you know, we can plan for some tournaments. Hopefully they go through. I'm, I'm trying to be optimistic here. I think they will. I think, you know, things are a lot more under control now than they were like six months ago, for example. So we're like six months ago, like couldn't even think about doing a tournament this year. Now there may be a, a good possibility that something like that can happen. No, it's, so. you know what? It's, it's really, I mean, People can believe whatever they want. They can say it's the summer. They can say it's vaccines. Like I'm not here to get political about it or telling people what they should do or anything. What do you mean? You just did the OJA fake news. Like what are you talking about? You just did. I mean, like the the good thing is, is like whatever's happening seems to be working. I think the biggest thing we can take away from this is like let's be positive. Things are working in the right direction to kind of build off that. So I mean, like take it as it is. Train if you can. If you can train, awesome. If you want to compete, this is a good opportunity to kind of set some goals around that and kind of build off that. I know for us, especially with the podcast, we have some big plans as far as like actually when we start getting on um, the road to actually go see a bunch of different academies and then obviously seeing their preparations for some of these tournaments that we have coming down. So um, there's a lot of big things happening, obviously, at the podcast for us and the channel. But um, it's an exciting time. That's for sure. It's, it's going to be fast. It's going to be furious. But it's an exciting time. That's for sure. Fast, furious family. That's, that's what right. it's about. Family, it's the three Fs. Family. family. You know what? Like, they, Guns, um, freedom, family, bald eagles. There's this tournaments. guy on TikTok. It's fucking hilarious. And he's like, it's like simply stupid or something like that. And like he has all these segments where it's just him. And then it's like, hey, Dom. Like, and it's like Bruce Wayne or whatever. It's like, hey, Bruce, what do you have? And then he's like, I got this or whatever. And then he goes to Dom. He goes to Dom, what do you have? Like, Vin Diesel, like, I got family. And then it goes back to Bruce Wayne. Because Bruce Wayne's family is murdered. <laughs> like, yeah. I, get, I, get, I get the joke, Aaron. I get the joke. You kind of ruined it. Get it? Cause, get it? Because Batman doesn't have any parents because they were shot. Oh, so funny. Get it? Uh, yeah, I, I, screaming I, into your mic. I get, I get it, I get it, Aaron. I get it. Get the, you just ruined the whole, the whole joke. No, you, you just started to be a dick. That's it. You just, <laughs> what, do, do you get it? Because like Batman's parents were like, anyways. I, I digress. Wow, you sound like a five year old. 
You sound like a five-year-old. Well, we we both have five-year-olds, so you know I'm very good at doing impressions of them. So, um, bigger news as far as like on the obviously the flow uh, on the flow line well, on the flow have, the flow grappling side of things. Yes, on the flow grappling side of things, we have who's number one at uh, the 155 tournament coming up the line. Um, so. I got chastised on our last podcast because I can't pronounce names and I tried my best. So I'm not going to even bother trying to. <laughs> so I'm going to let Mike kind of go into it. As far you're going to throw, you're gonna throw, you're gonna throw me to the wolves. Thank you. I'm throwing you to the wolves. So you, Thank speak, you. The, you speak it better. Um, say the names out and then let's break down these competitors as we can kind of build off it. All right. So we, we, this is the official 155 who's number one championship, uh, which will be later this year. And I, in my opinion, like the winner of this is probably going to be a betting favorite going into ADCC is what I was saying earlier. So uh, eight competitors, there's, I think there's no brackets or anything yet, but these are all eight people that can potentially win ADCC in my opinion, depending on who, and who can potentially win on this day. It's just whoever shows up. So uh, the uh, current 155 pound uh, division championship is, Mikey Musumeci from, uh, we got Cade Rotulo, we got Gio Martinez, you know, Mikey and uh, Gio just competed recently, Cade as well, Diego Pato Oliveira, Colabate from uh, AOJ, Ethan Krellenston from Danner Death Squad, Josh Chineros, and uh, Kennedy, and Kennedy from, uh, you know, Cabrina's son from Alliance. Yeah, try, There's your Kenny, Kennedy Massiel, <laughs> Massiel from, <laughs> you're just like, I don't want to see Mike suffer. You know what? I probably did this a lot better than you and your like buttermilk pronunciations. Of, I, I already said, like, I said my pace. <laughs> like, like you don't understand. Okay. I was in the basement, so I'm just going to get off topic. For oh, time, you're in the basement. Right? That's why you don't but know like, how to pronounce any fucking names. But no, no. I'm like, I was literally like, I would try to, I would literally do a take. Okay. Oh, I fucked that up. I'd listen to it again. I'd try to do another take. I'd fuck it up. Like I would do like three, four takes on the same segment, like trying to get names right. And then I'm like, I tried my best. I'm leaving it as it is. <laughs> we'll do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> fuck it. We'll do it live. You can't even do it recorded and you want to do it live. Like we'll do it live. And, and, you know, and if any of these competitors are ever listening to our podcast, it's do not take it personally. I can barely speak English. Okay, I'm trying. To I don't know. With Mikey and Geo, uh, Mikey uh, took a lot of things personally. <laughs> but, oh, well, yeah, he took a lot. Like before, we kind of got into. Like, do you think he like went over the top a little bit, or I think it was, was it I justified? Think it, I think it was a little over emotional. It was like he just competed. There's probably like a huge adrenaline thing. So yeah, like. He was probably a little emotional about it. And then like he, he had like an interview like a couple days later. He's a lot more chill about it. Yeah, so he kind of he's basically just like, you know, Gio is just trying to like bust his balls, get in his head, do some, you know, sketchy tactics to him, which he kind of ignored and just kind of bottled it up. And then he was just exploded on the mic after, which I thought was hilarious. But like, you know, it, at the end of the day, like, you know, he's, he's 24, Gio's 34. They're all adults, you know, happens everybody has their moments yeah mikey had a moment it's not the end of the world i think he exactly in the, in the coming days after he handled it fine and they, they're they're all competitors they're all adults and they're probably going to meet again sometime in the near future so yeah for sure there you go 
No, okay. All right. So obviously, as looking at this eight-man bracket tournament, where do you kind of see, or like, what do you think of the best possible matchups that we could possibly have? Where do you kind of see this tournament going? This is probably one of the hardest tournaments I think to call. Honestly, it's just it comes down to, and I, I even had this conversation with Ricardo. It could, it pretty much comes down to who shows up. Um, you know, Mikey's been on a complete tear, and he's going to be, uh, you know, he's going to be uh, probably one of the favorites going into this, in my opinion. I think Kennedy's also going to be a big favorite as well. That may be one of my. It may be one of my dark horse picks, I think, to win the whole thing. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna pick out of the eight right now, you know, Ethan's been doing very well too. So, you know, in, in like, you know, Kate has a win over Ethan. It's it's really it's it's really hard to pick. And then like and then uh Diego Oliveira as well is someone who's been a sleeper as well, you know, out of Cicero Costa, who's been, you know, low-key winning a lot of big things, but he hasn't been getting like a lot of like the the flow grappling rub, as they say. Like he hasn't been maybe promoted as much, but like he's an absolute killer as well. And like he's been, you know, on a complete tear as well. A lot of me, especially more in the IBGF scene. That's somebody I'd like to see on a who's number one card as well, because he's just a complete animal. I've seen him compete at you know, like the lower belts coming up and like at purple and brown belt and just tearing it up. And like the kid just has zero fear when he's competing and he just goes after people that are, you know, world-class. He, he's one of the, he's like, you know, like the honey badger, Aaron, he just doesn't give a fuck. He just goes after you. Um, and he's, and he's from, you know, that Cicero Costa camp in Brazil, like maybe the, the Brazilian Daisy Fresh, as I'm calling it, like yeah. straight up straight out of the church and the favela. And all they do is they just, they eat, sleep and train. They sleep on the mats. They get up, they drill. That's all. And that's all they do. And then, you know, I, I think it's a, I think this is going to be a very, very interesting bracket. It all depends on who shows up that day. Um, I would say, you know, Mikey's got to be one of the favorites going in Kennedy and uh, you know, Diego's probably another one as well. Who's, probably a bit of a sleeper that a lot of people don't know about, or he's cause he, he hasn't been uh, promoted as much. Yeah. Um, Aaron, how do you, how do you see this thing going? Uh, if you want to make an official pick, you can honestly, it's, I think this is going to be a really tough eight man bracket to call. Yeah. You know what? I'm not, I'm going to save my pick cause I know we'll probably do another breakdown as soon as we kind of find out what the, the matchups are as far as kind of like, as it gets closer to the date, I think, if I kind of look at it from afar, I think Mikey obviously is one, probably one of the heavily favored individuals, especially after his last couple of performances. And to see him kind of competing, I guess, especially in these divisions where I'm like, you know what, right now there's he's he's kind of a great matchup for any one of these guys. Obviously, Cade could be very dangerous at any point during the match, depending on who he's facing with that win over Ethan. Are we going to see a rematch? Is that a possibility? I mean, that'd be great to see. I'm not sure. Um, I think I really want to see Kennedy, see how things go. Because obviously Kennedy has that experience level at, the, at this highest grappling there. And he's also had these kind of come from behind victories. He's able to snatch things out, especially, again, that Cabrinha style where it's just that constant pressure and, you know, being able to find the submission when he needs to. So... I'm curious to see how it goes. I think a guy like Ethan, it, it's like anything. Like it, it's these guys going to show up when they need to. 
right? So is he going to show up at the time? Like, again, they're, I, I, the Danaher death squad is training nonstop. And I think they're, they're, they're not hitting the stride, I think, that they were looking to hit. But I don't know if that's, like, inconsistency. I don't know if it's to put training partners. I don't know if it's just, like, the intensity or if it's just not showing up. So I think we saw a good, like, stretch where, obviously, we saw Nikki Ryan kind of come back to what we were expecting. So if that's what we're going to get, especially in the training room, and if then Ethan comes with that game plan that he's going to be able to get to this tournament and be successful, he could take the he could take the tournament no problem. But Definitely. I think when I think when we look at a guy like Mikey, these are like very interesting styles that are going to be very different all over the place, right? Because I I think there's if you look at the whole card, you have all these different styles that are, and some are going to clash and some are going to cancel each other out. So I'm really curious to see how a lot of these styles kind of work together. So the matchmaking is going to be key. So I like to put an official pick down. I'm not going to say it right now, but I think it all depends on matchmaking on who's getting matched up. Oh, def- and- it, it, it's definitely going to come down to, ma- I think, matchmaking. And I think close when the matchmaking uh, is done and we'll probably do another breakdown and see. Yeah. We'll kind of, I think, We'll we'll kind of break down the whole thing and who uh, who we may have as a, a potential winner or a potential favorite. Yeah, because I mean, like, like let's just say if you get like Mikey and Ethan right off the bat, right? I mean, that could throw the whole card off, right? And yep. just be like, okay, oh well, takes Mikey off the board or takes Ethan off the board, and then the rest of them will fall into place, right? So it's any like, like I said, I think there's some clear favorites, but I think to we'd have to kind of see after the matchmaking to kind of be a little bit more clear who we think could actually take this whole thing. Yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's anyone's game really. I think there's, there's some people I, I mentioned that are, de- are definitely standouts and like, even like somebody like Cole, Abate, Cole Abate, who's, you know, very, you know, very young. He's, he's going to be a force in the future. He, he may, you may not see it now, but in a few years, like it's kind of like Tynan who was, uh, a, a very young up and coming uh, who's now, he's now a black belt, but like a young up and comer, like training at AOJ, like Cole, Cole Abate is like that guy right now who, who could be, who could be that force. Maybe not yet, but in a few years, like he could be, he could be potentially winning ADCC. So it's, oh, it's sure. just a really, really difficult eight man bracket to call. Um, just looking at the eight names in it, like any of them can win. At, at any time depending on who shows up what the brackets are like and just who's mentally on that day and yeah. and, and, and can execute and, and that's the thing i think the the biggest thing it's got to come down to is like you said it like who shows up that day and who's mentally prepared to go for that tournament like that that's really what it is i, I think like a lot of these competitors if you look at a guy like mikey he can obviously succeed in that tournament style. He's obviously on the world stage, especially with his world championships through IBJJF. So, I mean, like, obviously this is a nogi, but now, like, like yeah, it's, it's going to be exciting. That's for sure. Yeah, but there's, there's nothing else we can, I think we can really say to that one. Yeah, for sure. So, Aaron, your, your thoughts on the, uh, you know, the some of the future events and uh, some of the future events locally, like, how are you feeling about it? You're out of your you're out of your man cave that's blurred out in the basement. You're out and about. We're all out and about now. Um, yeah. what, do you, what do you think the rest of 2000, uh, 2021 holds? You know what? I think I, I, I'm kind of like I hope everything kind of 
we're turning the corner on these things. I'll be honest with you. I think we, I think we've earned it. <laughs> we earned it. Please let us outside. I, I think we've earned we it. Know. You know what I mean? Like, like I was able to like fortunately go teach a class yesterday and it felt great. It was like, and it, was, and, and it wasn't illegal. And it wasn't illegal. Right. And it was, it was nice to get out there and be able to train and like, just like work with different people and like actually like just talk jujitsu and, and like, like remember if I could still teach properly and like articulation. Remember what an arm bar is. I know uh, it's been a while. So it's, it's just, but you know, like you, we know what we want to do, but how do you articulate it? So somebody has never seen it before does it. Right. So yeah. it's just like, it's, I miss those things. Right. Like where it was like, cause you can only do that so much by yourself. But honestly, you look a little crazy talking to yourself. Um, but no, I think like, like I said, like I'm excited to see, obviously all these new clubs starting to open up like i i i'm scared to death for a lot of them right just because you don't know what's yeah. going to happen right like and i i, I don't i don't want to try to be the guy that's like, oh you fucking debbie downer right like i'm not trying to be like that but it's just like there's a reason why like i haven't like again i'm maybe yourself or myself right we haven't made certain decisions i mean our responsibilities are different compared to some other individuals and there's some people who've jumped in right away because their responsibilities are different and that's totally fair and i respect them for everything that they do and i commend them for everything but you know and i'm i'm scared for them i don't want these things to shut down again i really because they can't take it they, they can't sustain no so, it, it, it's it's not something that we can do realistically like any longer so you know, I'm hoping. Uh, I'm hoping what's what's going on. It sticks. Things are working, and I just want to train. I just want to. You know what? We want to get back that's, to it. That's, like, that's everybody, man. I think everybody just wants to train and live their life at this point, regardless of how you feel about the situation. I know there's been some, you know, controversial and takes online, or you know, people have some controversial opinions, or you know, like you know, you, you think everything's fake news, like. At the end of the day, like we just want to train, man. That's that's all that it comes down to. And you know what? I, I, I like to I was telling somebody earlier today, I'm like, you know what, guys, like like it's just jujitsu, right? As much as like it, it's it's like it shouldn't be complicated, right? Like we just want if you if, I don't think people should just make a like any comment that anybody does on Facebook or about maybe not agreeing with somebody and try and make a big deal out of it. Like, guys, it's, it's jujitsu. Just have some fun. Just go roll. Let your stress out. Like, like go go train, like, man. We're not building fucking rockets that are going to the fucking moon, all right? Like, it's, it's just they're, like they're, that are shaped like dicks. That are shaped like dicks. So it's just like, yeah, you want to be a dick? Then go to another club. Like I don't know what to tell you, right? Or build, or go build do, a Jeff Bezos sized dick rocket and go, uh, do, go, go do go do CrossFit or something, right? Like, like there's like, a lot of dick. There's a lot of dicks in CrossFit. So it's just like you know what? Like I I think and and this is what I'll say. As a community in general, clubs need to like and individuals need to support each other plain and simple i think that's the biggest thing as yeah, if, like, i you agree take away like people can't be up against each other because one person has one opinion like the other person has another opinion like it's just like like guys it's jujitsu just have fun with it train create create lessons create students create more followers for the sport build the community up like like our like um our good friend jj said like the community is dying right like it's not because like it's financially dying 
it's not because people don't want to train. The actual structure of the community is dying because it was put in such a, it was left on CP, like people were like literally doing life support on their clubs to kind of build things up. And I think that's where we have to support each other as we kind of build through, again, like this podcast, we're helping trying to create platforms for individuals so they can keep promoting themselves or their academy or whatever they can do, right? On Even if that's just a micro level, it's still something, right? So that's what we still need to do. So like, if you're not supporting your local club for whatever reason, okay, no problem. Like, how can you help do something else, right? If you're not ready to train yet, how can you support your community in another way, right? I think that's the biggest thing that everybody just needs to take away. If you're ready to train, awesome. If you're not ready to train, that's okay too. Just just go with it, right? Like, and build off that. Yeah, and then, and then just a note on that, even with like, you know, I think there's been different perspectives on like how to reopen. At the end of the day, the more clubs that are open, the more successful clubs that are open, the more opportunity, the way I see it is the more opportunities for, you know, tournament growth to happen for more, you know, even just other opportunities like, you know, like such as this podcast that me and Aaron have, maybe somebody else will have another podcast that doesn't suck as much as ours. Like there's, there's more opportunities, the more, the more success people are finding with what they're doing in jujitsu. I think it's a good thing and it's only going to help things grow, not just locally, but you know, in, in the U S on flow grappling worldwide, you name it. So like stop trying to tear down, you know, somebody's club or somebody, Oh, like, I don't agree with how somebody's reopening or, Oh, I don't agree with like, at the end of the day, you want them open and you want them successful. You may not necessarily agree with how they're doing it. Hey, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, but you know, don't tear down somebody else to try to build some, something else up. That's all I'm going to say on that, Aaron. Yeah, no, and I think I think that's a good point. And I think you know what I think that's the, the the message. If we had anything, it's just like let's stay positive, let's keep moving forward. You know, we're in a good spot right now. Let's keep the high going. You know, we got a lot of things coming down the pipeline. Like I said, I like I'm super jacked to start going through an academy tour as soon as people kind of have that time to kind of reestablish their businesses, kind of get their people in the door, and then they've already kind of reached out and said, hey, we're ready for you to come by so we have a couple dates lined up and then it's going to be fun like we're going to be going out to all of ontario a lot of different clubs and then we're going to be uh hopefully outside of ontario you're going to be heading to vancouver i think shortly so we got a lot of things on the pipeline so it's gonna be good sounds good uh thank you very much tuning in this evening uh aaron you want to wrap us up yeah, no, really. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. We love to support. We want to hear your questions if you have any. And if you want to be a guest on the podcast, please make sure you reach out to us and we will get you locked and loaded in our schedule. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a great day and we'll see you on the mats very soon because it's legal. It's legal. Boa, Manscaped. Boa, Manscaped. Boa, Spirit Leap Water Down. <laughs>